1: Pace with Alex and Fauci Alex and Fauci Alex and Alex If I put our jacks in the paint How you gon' stop me? How you gon' stop me? We can go head to head Call out your top three Call out your top three Look at the switch from Dorte, Now that boy got three We got Holly Burton run the point this is a Benedict for the shot. If anybody gon' come in the post, then we got Jalen Smith for the block.
0: Setting the pace, going to the top. Setting the pace, going to the top. This is your number one podcast. Sweeping every team, we gon' need a mop. Smooth.
1: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode here of Setting the Pace. I'm your host, Alex Golden. And joining me is the talent evaluator himself, Michael J. Fachi Fachi. What is going on, brother?
2: Hey, I mean, look, uh, there's some talent talent out there, but there's also a couple guys that might need to take a seat for a bit. Um, (laughs) It's not been great lately, but you know the show goes on. It doesn't matter how many L's are coming our way, we're going to keep having episodes coming your way.
1: Yeah, there's more L's than fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la in that song, so... Got a lot of got a lot of L's in there, Fachi. but let's go ahead and do our stock up, stock down podcast. Now, we were doing this a little bit more faithfully towards the beginning of the year and kind of went away from it, and I think it's always one that we enjoy doing because it gives us a nice opportunity to just look at the roster as a whole and kind of see where we're at. So let's go ahead and let's start with Tyrese Halliburton. Let's change it up a little bit here. We're going to go in order of the jersey number. So number zero, Tyrese Halliburton, stock up or stock down?
2: You know, I'm definitely not going to say stock down. So I'll say the <laughs> stocks remain the same slash up because he is back from his injury. Now, broke, broke it down a little bit. Not maybe vintage Tyrese in 2023, so January to now. He's averaging 17 points, 10 assists on 46% shooting and 35% from three. Good numbers. You could like them, but before they were a little bit higher about three points per game more. The percentages were a a tad bit higher, but he's very much our all-star in this team. A bit painful to watch without him, so I'd say uh, a a thumbs up because he's healthy.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say stock up only because he made the all-star game, and you know for him to do that, that's pretty big. You don't want to knock a guy when he's down, and obviously, you saw how bad this team was without him, so Even when he came back, like they've been in some games here, like the Lakers game when his first game back, he played really well. They won their next game against the Kings. And then they had a tough matchup against Cleveland. I don't think he played ultimately great in that one. Miami was a tough game for him as well. But he's shown that he is the engine that makes this car run for the Pacers. And so I'm going to give him a stock up here. Now, this one, I, I think if we're looking at basically from the beginning of the year to now, Benedict Mathern, double zero Fachi. Let me just go ahead and take this one for you I think it's got to be stock up. I mean, what he did when Tyrese was out in January was phenomenal. I mean, he got the starting, got to play more, and he ended up, I think, like for five games there, averaged like 23 and a half points. Obviously, Tyrese came back. He had about three games where it was kind of questionable like what his playing time was, that kind of thing. And then all of a sudden, that flipped. And the last three games, since he only got 13 minutes against the Heat, he's been averaging about 19 points a game. Not shooting the ball particularly well from three still. It's been a struggle, Fachi. but I think overall you can see improvements from him on the court where maybe it's not showing up in the box score, but Quinn Buckner's pointed it out quite a bit. I think he's doing a really nice job of finding different ways to not just be a scorer. He's being a more of a team player. The defense, uh, since the Miami game, has been a lot better. I think that was the main reason why he didn't play much because his defense was pretty uh, lethargic. Against the Heat, and that's why he only played thirteen. But yeah, I think overall though, Matherin has impressed me a lot, and I think he's maturing as a player.
2: Develop points there, definitely maturing, and we knew he needed to add more to his game than just being a scorer because a lot of people in the NBA can score. How many of them can also play defense? Not that many, and I think it yeah. has been hard on him lately. It's a good thing you're asking me this question now compared <laughs> to about a week ago because we yeah. would have been stocked down because. We were seeing him play 13 minutes against the Heat, 20 minutes against the Lakers. But the last three games, like you mentioned, in specific, 19.6 points per game on 48% shooting compared to over a three-game stretch or four-game stretch, seven and a half points on 29% yeah. shooting. So feels like Carlos really trying to make a point with him defensively that, hey, you can't take any possessions off. And I do think it's going to pay off long-term. I'm still going stock up because look at this, Alex. He actually ranks fourth in the NBA in scoring amongst players playing below 30 minutes per game. Mm. What more could this guy do given what he's dealt?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the last third of this season, they've got to unleash Matherin.
2: They have to.
1: Um, I think my, my friend sent me a text today and it was talking about, like I think him and Halliburton have only played like 700 minutes together this season. Not enough. That's not nearly enough for where we're at. They need to be playing a lot more because – those two are the future of your backcourt. Exactly. And I think I'm hoping when Preacher said he talked to Carlisle about the future, that was one thing they talked about. I just not even saying you have to not start him, but like, I think he should be starting a little bit more the last 10 games, at least of the season. Like just let nice. us see what it looks like. I mean, my goodness, but uh, let's move on. Number two, recently on the podcast, you guys did that. You had a nice interview with him. Andrew Nimher, stock up or stock down.
2: Love Andrew. Thrilled that he Oh, no. Out, this is not
1: going to be great.
2: But you know I, I can't say stock up. No, right I here. agree. I can't. I would be lying to everybody. Look, over the last two months, it hasn't been vintage Nemhard. In 2023, he's averaging 7.7 points on 37% shooting and just 29% from three. That's a far cry from the 39% from three that he was shooting through December. So his shot attempts... They're they're down a decent amount, and he has not really been the same since Halliburton returned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm still impressed with what we've seen this year, but for this time around, it's it stock down compared to last time where it was stock up.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to go from hitting a game winner against LeBron and and, and keeping your stock that level. So he struggled and he struggled a lot in January. I won't lie. Yeah, um, a lot of fans are frustrated that he still continues to get as many minutes as he does, especially over Benedict Matherin, but. His defense has still been pretty good. I think that's where he's really been able to hang his hat. And while the scoring might not be there, the shot attempts might be there, the shooting might not be there, he really has done a good job on the defensive side of things. So I'm, I'm going to go stock down, though. I think it's fair to say that he struggled a lot and uh, to give him some stock down. And you know, somebody that might be in the same boat, I don't know, but it's it's t- this is a guy that's tough to read right here. Probably one of the harder ones for stock up, stock down. Chris Duarte, what are your thoughts on that?
2: There was a there was a small span recently where he was stock up, but right now coming off of George Hill taking his minutes, <laughs> I, I gotta say that that's gotta be almost rock bottom right now. I, I gotta say thumbs down because he's only appeared in four games in February. Yeah. And he had a solid stretch in January where it looked like things were turning around. But with Halliburton's return, it's really cut into Duarte's minutes and his role. And now if, and I know it's only been one game, if George Hill is going to be logging any minutes, it feels like it could be coming at the expense of Chris Duarte. And for that, you got to say thumbs down.
1: Yeah, stock down for me, Vach, with Chris Duarte. Um, this is a tough one because he had a nice stretch there in January where he was playing a little bit more and he got a little bit more consistently going. But when you're getting DNP coaches' decisions after being healthy, it's just not a good sign. Um, I like Chris Duarte. I really do. I believed in him last year. I just don't know what his long-term future feels like here at the Pacers. It feels like there's a ticking you know, a ticking time bomb on that for it to be over soon. So I'm going to say stock down as well. But, you know, maybe in uh, maybe in a month or so when we do this again, it'll be a stock up for him. So hoping a, he just gets more reps.
2: Got a quick question for you, though. Yeah. Think he dyed his hair to be like, you know what, I got to get things going. <laughs> I got to get out of this funk. It's a new look.
1: Oh man.
2: I we didn't get to see him in the game against Utah. So I kind of hoped you'd maybe put out one like the LeVar ball like thing where it's like, you know, Pacers record with Duarte's new hairstyle. When he
1: played yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Oh man, I I will say this. I think he might have saw some old pictures of George Hill with the blonde hair and thought to himself, Do I look that bad too? (laughs) And said, let's just go incognito. Let's go all dark. You know, you got Tyrese Halliburton walking in with a John Cena shirt. You can't see me. So, um, oh, by the way, speaking of wrestling, remember when I asked you who that thumbnail of Kevin Pritchard looked like?
2: Saw that. Was someone-
1: Kurt Angle. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You know, you it looks
1: like Kurt and- in the face. The smile and the – it's like Kurt Angle with yeah, hair.
2: Yeah, yeah. I can see it a little bit.
1: That's – Jack Nicholson was somebody somebody else suggested to me. Uh,
2: that is what I would say a little bit more, because it's not to say that there was like, like Pritchard's grin or whatever it was, but it was very Jack Nicholson-like.
1: I think a combination of the both. So yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit of Kurt Angle's face with Jack Nicholson's, you know, face as well. So, yeah, hey, KP, you know, Olympian right there, Olympic champion, WWE champion, greatest, one of the greatest actors probably of all time. I don't know where you rank him, but a lot of people probably rank him in there, so.
2: It's, it's no. not a bad uh, comparison to be in between those two. Yeah,
1: not KP. If you're listening, KP, don't take it personal. We just said you look like a WWE wrestler and an actor. So with that being said, Fauci, let's keep it moving. Uh, Duarte, obviously, the hair, it's been it has been an interesting storyline. And that, to me, is how you know it's stocked down for the guy when that's his biggest storyline.
2: Exactly. <laughs> it's the only real like update we have on Duarte. He changes hair color. Yes. You know, yes. that, that's
1: it. All right, let's keep it moving here. Hometown hero, George Hill, stock up or stock down?
2: Gotta be stock up. Yeah, I how can it be stock down? You know, it's he's back. And it's like, look, you went through a stat line a couple episodes ago. It was a whole bunch of zeros and a steal. Look, you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna write home and tell anyone about it, but he's back. And for that, automatic stock up.
1: Yeah, it's a stock up. I think the fact that he said he wanted to be here, decided not to be wave to go join a contender and ride the bench he decided to be here to be a leader and be a veteran for this team. To me, that just shows what a team player he is and what that's going to do for the the team moving forward. I would love to see him on the roster next season as a vet as well, but not at the expense of, you know, not having somebody, but at the same time, it's like, um, at least he'd be okay, not getting minutes. Whereas if you had somebody like a Jalen Smith still on the roster, which he might still be, but I'm just saying, if he's on the roster, he's going to hate sitting on the bench as like the 13th man. So that If,
2: if he's going to come back, it's got to be like a James Johnson type logo. That's what I'm
1: saying. That's that, what I'm that, saying. That's,
2: that's all I got for you right now in terms yeah. of
1: – And an emergency I'm... point guard because if you ever have an injury to McConnell or or Halliburton, it's just nice to have an extra ball handler on the team, uh, especially when it's veteran. So uh, speaking of ball handlers, you talked about him being at the G League showcase game or whatever that's going to be. I, what is it called? The G League what? The Rising Stars. The Rising Stars for the G League game? Okay. Yeah. Treble and Queen, number eight for the Pacers.
2: I can't say stock up. I don't know when we're going to see him again. Uh, I guess all I could say is is stock down, unfortunately. But, man, that was someone, when you talk about a two-way contract, I really kind of thought that eventually Trevon Queen would be able to work his way into this rotation. And I I know he's going to be representing in in the G League game. Yeah. Uh, But, man, I mean, his last appearance was January 25th for the Pacers. He played four minutes no statistics to, you know, write home about. Uh, It's got to be stocked down.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, I think it's just kind of like he he really did not impress me when he played with the Pacers in that short stint. And maybe it was just nerves. Maybe it was just like they were asking him to be a point guard, and I don't really think he plays point guard a whole ton with the G League. I think Gabe York plays point guard primarily. So maybe that's more so like – it's just weird because you see all these great G League stats, and then he comes to the NBA – as like a backup guard and it's just like a totally different game, totally different speed. And he's just not able to be as productive. So a lot of it's just trying to fit in run sets and do that kind of thing. So it's a tough spot to be in, but yeah, I think you got to stay stock down, but uh, enough about and queen. Let's move over to somebody else. Now, number nine, TJ McConnell.
2: I'm, I'm going to stock up. I think Has to the, be. Month of, the month of January really woke us up to just how good of a player TJ McConnell is. And that, Every single team would want a TJ McConnell. You're talking about Tyrese Halliburton goes down. So does just about the production of every other player on this team, pretty much except for McConnell. Uh yeah. in, in the month of January, averaged 12 and a half points, 63% shooting, 64% from three, and seven assists per game. What'd you say
1: he was doing from three?
2: Yeah, 64%. I it's it sounds like an error. It sounds like I must have my information wrong, but I don't. And then when you're even talking about Halliburton comes back, you're still getting pretty much the same type of McConnell. Ten points, four assists on 54% shooting, and 50% from three yeah. in the month of February.
1: Yeah, he's still shooting the ball well, Flash. So I don't know how many threes he's taken, but I, I've seen him knock a few down.
2: Yeah, it's not many, but he picks and chooses wisely, which which you will take <laughs> over him just chucking them up.
1: Hey, at least he's making them now at a, at a decent yeah. rate where you don't feel like we well, used to be like, Oh God, don't shoot. Now it's just like, okay, TJ, well, let's see what you got. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, Matherin for crying out loud, he can't hit the brass out of a barn. It feels like any from three. Not so right yeah. maybe he needs to work with Ginny Busick next season on history point shot, you know, like McConnell, did, because if she's able to pull that out of TJ just imagine what she can do with Benedict, my goodness. But oh, yeah. I, I think it's gotta be stock up as well. TJ has been awesome. And that's why, you know, the Pacers were even competitive in any of the games that Tyrese out. Like, Nembhard struggled a lot, and and TJ really stepped up. And unfortunately, it just didn't really amount to a lot of wins, but he did everything he could. He played his hardest, and I love that about him. And he's kind of that veteran leader on the team as well, probably more of an on-court veteran just because he's in the rotation consistently. But I love TJ McConnell. But are you ready to move on to the next one? I'm ready. All right. That's kind of a, another G League one here. Kendall Brown, number 10.
2: I wish I could say thumbs up. Honestly, you and I were both – all right, stock up. You, <laughs> you keep saying both- thumbs up, I'm like, I know I did it a couple times. Look, <laughs> you and I were excited on draft night when the Pacers made the trade for Kendall Brown, but this is also, once again, someone that I thought, okay, come the second half of the year, you know, we really might not be in some of these games. We'll see Kendall Brown. Uh, Kendall Brown's only logged six appearances in the G League, so he hasn't even really been able to, you know, produce over there. He's been hurt. And I think it's kind of been some rough luck. And and as it relates to, you know, the NBA, he's only made six appearances in the NBA. Yeah. So th- there's really not much to report on about what you could like about him other than his length. So I hope this is someone that gets to prove a little bit more in, in the back half of this season, but I I don't know if we're really going to get to see anything out of him.
1: Yeah, it should be like a stock incomplete more than anything. Exactly. Had that injury, was out for a while. Um, I really hope we get to see him the last like 10 to 15 games of the season because he's one of those guys that it almost feels like a Cassius Stanley situation to me where you're kind of excited about his athleticism, but based on what they do in the draft and what decisions they make in the offseason, is he even going to be here next year? I mean, you don't know. he's a two-way player. And that's kind of like how those guys are all viewed around the league. It's just like, I know that they really, uh, a lot of people really wanted Kendall to get a, a a contract with the 15 man roster spot. Felt
2: close at one point. Well, they
1: took him forever to sign him. Remember it took like months until they finally got a contract done and it ended up being a two-way deal. So I think that put a little bit of pressure on him too, to kind of like try to perform and he's done. Okay. In the G league, he's had some really nice games and some games where he's kind of been absent.
2: Yeah, so I, I got his G League stats up right now, and it's just on in, in the six appearances he made six starts, averaging eleven point three points per game, six and a half rebounds, about two assists, one point seven steals, which you gotta like. But you know, forty four percent from the field, thirty five percent from three. It's not great, but you got. What worries me is the fact that like Terry Taylor was averaging like thirty three and fourteen in the yeah. G League, and he was having a hard time getting minutes. Uh, Kendall Brown, still only 19. He doesn't turn 20 until May. So he's still super young, but will he ever get that opportunity? I'm not sure if it'll be this season. I hope it happens at some point.
1: All right, Fauci. So we are halfway done. We got nine players left of the 17. Let's go ahead and take a quick break, and we will come back and finish the second half of this Stocked Up, stock Down.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: All right, facha we're back. O'Shea Brissett, number 12, is next. What do you got for O'Shea?
2: Love me some O'Shea, but it's got to be stocked down. I'm getting worried because I think he's now probably out of the rotation looking in. Uh, has not made many appearances lately. They just traded for Jordan Noir. We already knew how thin this team was on wings. You add a guy like Jordan, who they're talking about, he's going to have a big opportunity to play this season. Well, what does that mean for O'Shea going into a con, you know, in a contract year, heading towards free agency? Uh, the writing on the wall ain't great.
1: Yeah, they like they like O'Shea. I think they could bring him back in the offseason. It wouldn't surprise Good. me if they did. They got the cap space to do it. They can pay Probably him. If they didn't. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't surprise me. It depends on who they draft, what they do in the, the trade market, free agency market, because – if there's no playing time for him, is he really going to want to be here? But, you know, uh, pretty good friends with Tyrese Halliburton, O'Shea said is. So, you know, maybe Tyrese wants to have him around and maybe that matters. You know, I think O'Shea a very likable guy. But, yeah, I'm going to go stock down as well. It's just like when you fall out of the rotation, uh, it's just hard to do. And he's not been shooting the ball particularly well either. So, you know, O'Shea, unfortunately, is a stock down. But, you know, somebody that might have replaced him in the rotation for now, Fotch, is Jordan Awara. He's number 13. He's next on our list. Are you giving him a stock up or a stock down?
2: Give him an automatic stock up, just automatic. Automatic. I will tell you what. Thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs up. Exactly. All that. <laughs> all the thumbs. Look, the new guy in town. He he's he's you know the the new flavor of like. Oh wow, I want to see what this guy can do. He's still young enough. We know he can shoot. He's got he's got a great build. I'm excited to see him play and you know what if he does struggle a lot of times I'm still all right with it he's under contract for next year and right around four million dollars good opportunity for the Pacers to roll the dice on someone that still has more potential so yeah. I'm gonna give him stock up
1: yeah he's been he's been pretty excited about talking about playing for the Pacers so you know in his first game he got out there he's pretty active you know didn't shoot a great percentage but he still got some points on the board and caused a steal and and did some nice things. So, yeah, we'll give Jordan Awara a stock up as well. Now, James Johnson, number 16, he is back with the team. I had the funniest encounter at work on Wednesday. Someone's like, hey, man, James Johnson, you think he's going to be good for the Pacers? I'm like, he's been with them all year, except the last game they're like, Oh, I didn't realize that. And I said, Well, now you know how his impact's going to be felt on the court. I said, But he's a great locker room guy. They can't stop raving about him. So I'll just jump you here, Fotch. I I think he's got to be stock up just for the simple fact that he got waived, got brought back. So he's making more money now than he was before because he's getting paid for the contract they waived him from, plus his new contract. So he's getting, you know, two vet minimum contracts now that he's getting paid. Plus, he got to sit with Tyrese Halliburton's father. During that game, he didn't play. So, no, I, he's a, he's the OG, man. He's the OG vet. Got to give
2: him a stock up. No, nah, I'm going to give him a stock up because, look, if he wasn't making that big of an impact, the Pacers would not have brought him back. Yeah. They would have looked to have just signed some young guy that they could take a flyer on. But, like, I felt like they, they knew, hey, you know what? He's made an impact here, and we, we could use him. And, and that says a lot because mm-hmm. you and I were banging the table for years to be, Pacers need to bring in a, a veteran, someone that, like, that earned, that, you know, that's earned the respect around the league and players could could follow and be a professional. James Johnson has brought that to the table here. So we don't need to see on-court production from him to say he's making an impact.
1: Totally agree. Let's move on. Isaiah Jackson, the human Fogo stick, stock up or stock down? This is a tough one.
2: It, it really is a tough one. I, I, I'm, a, I'm usually a positive guy. Try and look on the bright side. Got to say stock down because it's been inconsistent for him. And I I had big plans for Ijax this year. I really did. It feels like he's suffering from an inconsistent role at times. Looks really good at times. Barely has an opportunity on the court. I wish I could say stock up.
1: I mean, the two games that he's played recently, I thought he's looked pretty good. That fourth yep. quarter that he had, he had a really nice fourth quarter against the Suns when they were getting beat. It's tough because when he's played, he's shown that he belongs. Mm -hmm. on the floor, but for some reason, Carlisle's been choosing Tice over him. So I'm going to go ahead and give him a stock up just because I like what I've seen from him, but it's, it's not really his fault. The opportunity is not there. It's, it's more Carlisle's fault in my opinion. And I'm hoping that things really do start to change in terms of how many minutes are given, you know, uh, to this, to the young guys versus the vets down the stretch. I'm sure miles will probably miss a few more games the last third of the season, but I'm going to go ahead and give Isaiah stock up just so, you know, you went stock down. I'll go stock up. We can kind of be right there in the middle.
2: One quick thing I want to say on that is like, maybe part of the bad taste in my mouth is like, man, I I thought Isaiah Jackson was going to be someone who takes that leap in year two. Now part of it always
1: takes longer for big guys though.
2: It it does part of it's out of control, but I'm now looking at his stats. Oh, it's it's like an identical mirror. Look, it's like a mirror looking into last year. So Mm. Last year, he averaged 15 minutes per game. This year, 15 and a half. Field goal attempts, 5.7 last year. This year, 4.7 attempts. Ooh. Field goal percentage, 56% last year. This year, 57%. Uh, points per game, last year, eight point three seven. this year. Rebounds last year, 4.1. This year, four. He's like, it blocks, 1.4 last year. This year, 1.5. He's within basically one of everything.
1: Yeah, how many games did he play last year?
2: Thirty six. So what's he's he at 24? this year? Forty four.
1: So he's played eight more games already this year. So that's a good sign.
2: He's yeah, he's he's played eight more games. He scored uh, nine more points. Yeah,
1: so, not very uh, many
2: three point attempts. He's actually uh, in in uh, eight more appearances. He's taken four less threes. So that three point yeah. shot that we thought maybe would develop, mm-hmm. it hasn't been there
1: no it hasn't um he's an interesting candidate though i i do like him moving forward still would still not right. would not trade him uh we got about five players left here Fachi. so let's go kind of quicker here aaron neesmith number 23
2: stock up i'll tell you why so tell uh me. in january neesmith went through some struggles yeah it, it was really rough um february He's bounced back. I got the numbers right over here. After an abysmal January, in February, Neesmith's averaging 11.6 points per game on 45% shooting and 42% from three. Mm. He's kind of alternated hot and cold months, but in the month of February, he scored a career-high 24 points and was actually one of the bright spots against Utah when he had 19 points on four or five shooting from three. So I think that his consistency, it's got to be there. But when he's on, like I've said, he is just... Uh, a good X factor for this team.
1: Yeah, he's the jelly to Tyrese Halliburton's peanut butter because those two go together well. I think Aaron Neesmith without Tyrese Halliburton is a totally different player. Nice. And we know that Neesmith, I think Quinn Buckner brought this up. If he does not see the ball go in early, it is a long night for him and he'll continue to shoot. But if he sees the first one go in, he's going to be good. So I think overall, like you said, he's been a really nice, uh, bright spot this year for the Pacers. Don't know if he's a long term starter. I said that before. I'm going to say it again. Think of him more as an energy guy off the bench that can really, you know, fill the gap for some of those minutes when you have foul trouble, that kind of thing. But I'm gonna go stock up as well. Another guy that I'm gonna probably go stock up for is Buddy Heal, number 24. Just the fact that he didn't get traded. He's still a starter for this team. He still leads the NBA in three-point three-pointers made. Um, he's been really good, Flashy. I, I think that he's had some bad games here and there. I didn't play great against the Jazz, obviously, but I still believe Buddy Heal's a uh uh, a really good player and i, I think it's got to be stock up.
2: This is a tough one for me I, I i could go stock down i could i'll tell you why look december his numbers weren't realistic; they were off the charts, yeah. nineteen points per game fifty one percent shooting fifty one and a half percent from three uh now we move into twenty twenty three where you could say you know life without halliburton a bit uh his numbers yeah. are sixteen and a half points on forty three percent shooting, and still a stellar 41% shooting from three on nine attempts. So the yeah. volume's still there. But here's one thing I noticed. After scoring in single digits just four times from October to December, he scored in single digits four times in January alone.
1: Interjection. Interjection. They played the Grizzlies it. twice. The Grizzlies uh, defend him better did. than anybody. It, yep. Number two, he was getting the best defender from every team when Halliburton was out. So it wasn't like you know he was drawing the second best defender or the third best defender. No, he was getting the best defender when Halliburton was out on the perimeter, and I think that that was teams trying to eliminate what he does because he was shooting so well. So yeah. it's still a knock against him because he yeah. couldn't break free from him. But still, I mean, it's just different when you are going up against or talent without a setup guy.
2: Of course, so I am going to say stock in the middle. I won't say stock stock down, in the middle, okay. but I am not saying I am not saying stock up. All right, understandable because we talked about recently how. Halliburton and Buddy, that duo has the the second most assists in the league. So if he doesn't have Tyrese Halliburton, of course he's not going to be Buddy Heel to the full extent. So yeah. I'll remain stock in the middle. All right, at least Pacers Buddy. <laughs> With yeah. that being said, but
1: all right, number twenty five, Jalen. You haven't seen me in a while. I'm sitting on the bench forever. Smith,
2: stock down. Vatchi's pretty easy. It's stock down. This is unfortunately stock
1: dead. Season.
2: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's it's bankrupt. This man I, is
1: buried but, alive.
2: I know it's it's tough right now. I feel for him. The Jalen Smith, he's already a quiet guy. Look, he's not someone who's gonna be posting all over social media or doing any of these interviews, but he's gotta be feeling it. I mean, he is he's not getting out there much. He is not graded well in, in really any category this year. Nope. And I, I think that he's someone that might regret signing that contract to come back to indiana and that hurts to say because we thought this was going to be a turning point of us in free agency that we got a guy that chose us over others especially when we heard there's more money involved
1: yeah this is a tough one i mean rick carlisle really um has to have a good relationship with Jalen where he can do this because rick was the main recruiter to get Jalen to come back multiple dinners with his family and you know, you always felt like this was the place to go, and then all of a sudden, boom! Just out of the nowhere, just <laughs> DNP coach's decision. So, feel bad for Jalen Smith, but the man that's really buried him on the bench. Everything's nice with Daniel Tice, number twenty-seven. What do man. you think? Stock up, stock down.
2: Here's the thing: you don't want to say it, but it's stock up. It's stock up because it can only go up. He didn't play in like the first fifty-five. That's games true. of true. Year, he was just in sweatpants. So I feel like at this point, it's got to be stock up, but Tice has now become the guy for right or wrong that people just see his name, that their blood starting to boil a little bit too big. What is he doing? Getting that starter? What is he doing playing 20 minutes? And I understand because he's taken away from Jalen Smith and Isaiah Jackson. Tice didn't need 13 shots in 22 minutes against Utah. That's too much Tice. Yeah. But at this point it's, it's gotta be stock up because at least He's on the court compared to just being in sweatpants, making money.
1: Yep, I agree. Stock up because he's at least getting the rotational minutes, and he's, for now, out. He's, you know, he's ousted Jalen and Isaiah from that rotation. So last one here, double, triple, number 33, the man in the middle. Turner's block, makes some noise for your guy. Miles Turner, Pachi, stock up, stock down. Stock up
2: stuck up now. Really? I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. I was about to be like, what? So, look, I mean, look at this. Turner was one of the few Pacers that thrived when, when Halbert was out, and that's something that was tough. I really feel like Turner and, and TJ McConnell were the only players that looked good when Halbert was out, but from January to now, so in 2023, Miles Turner is averaging 19 points per game on 8.5 rebounds and 52% from mm. the field. His three-point percentage has fallen at 1.42% to now, you know, it's just about 35% from, you know, in 2023. Um, but his blocks have also increased, and the man signed a team-friendly extension, which even if his production had dropped off a bit, you earn major points with Pacer Nation on that one.
1: Yeah, $58 million contract extension over two years. I mean, it's got to be a stock over the guy, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. with the contract alone. So, you know... Uh survived the trade deadline once again, got a new extension, got some nice money, and now he's a full-time starter for the Pacers and he's looking great in that role, Fachi. So that's gonna wrap up the players. I'm gonna do one more for you. It's a bonus one. Oh. Rick Carlisle, stock up, stock down.
2: Lately I'm going stock down because there's been some there's been some questionable decisions out there. I mean, there really is. I, I just don't know what Jalen Smith could have done to be this far on the doghouse. We've seen Matherin be, you know, have have a bit of a short leash. And at, at times, I mean, Chris Duarte just not being out there, period. It, it's it's tough. Um, I understand that if I don't want to say he's playing to win every game, but you know, we got to prioritize the development of the youth for the remaining twenty-three or so games in the regular season. So I'm going stock down for now.
1: Yeah, I mean the fact that they've been sixteen and eight or sixteen losses. <laughs> out got of eighteen, 18 games years. in a row, you know, before the Bulls game, that's just terrible. So, yeah, he's not been doing a great job, in my opinion. Now, if he's doing a tank job for the Pacers and he's doing great, so if,
2: if, at that point,
1: if your team tanked, then it's got to be stocked through the roof.
2: Mm-hmm. If
1: your team development, what is he doing with our young guys? It's got to be stocked to the ground. So, I, I feel like overall, Carlisle has been great for this team. Yeah, there's been some things I haven't liked. I don't like that he buried Terry Taylor into the rotation. Never saw him again. Uh, didn't make a lot of sense to me. So, you know, going to miss TT. I thought he was a good player. Um, you know, r- the rotations have just been weird. Matherin, you know, that was one game. I'm not too worried about it. A couple games, stretch, whatever. Overall, I'm going to say, like you said earlier, probably stock in the middle. You know, it's hard to say completely down, but it's hard to say I'm, I'm happy with what he's doing. No, I mean, I think some people that are like <laughs> frustrated with him have every right to be so. It's a it's a tough one, but yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say stock in the middle, use my cop out like you did earlier for yours stock in the middle. But with that being said, Fachi, that's gonna wrap it up for our stock up, stock down podcast. Let the people know where they can find us at on social media.
2: Absolutely. So you can find us on Twitter at setting the pace three. You can find Alex on Twitter at Alex Golden I can be found on Twitter at underscore F-A-C-C-I. You can find us on Instagram at Pacers Talk. You can find us on Facebook at Setting the Pace. You can find us on TikTok at Setting the Pace and Alex. Tell them where they can check us out on YouTube.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, go to youtube.com slash in the pace of pacers podcast and subscribe to our channel. Let us know what you think in the comments section. We'd love to hear from you. But Fachi, if you're excited for this week off of Pacers basketball to get them rejuvenated, then hit me with those three words. Let's go
0: pacers. Setting the pace, going to the top. Setting the pace, going to the top. This is your number one podcast, sweeping every team. We gonna need a mop smooth. Mm-hmm.